0: what's up baby welcome back to the refrag we've been away for so long because we've been super busy because you know i'm the art director of not just parabellum but the parent company of Muka. and we got basically the gm now of parabellum
1: what's good <laughs> what's going on man uh yeah we've both been Working is a, probably an understatement. We've been both been super busy. The Refrag had to be put on hold. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're your big move, moving pieces for both companies. So Refrag was just very bottom of the priority list. Sorry, and, guys. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. I mean, this is coming back as much full time as possible. We're going to keep Twitter way more up to date. So if there is going to be another delay in an episode, we're going to post beforehand. But yep. for now, we're back Fridays. We're going to be posting at 1 p.m. You'll still be able to listen to us on Spotify, YouTube, okay. Google Music, whatever you want to listen to, wherever you get the noise in your ears. and you Even title. Yeah. <laughs> Even title. Um, and then, so, yeah. I mean, let's just hop right into it. We're going to start with, uh, I mean, it's not – The best twitch related news because obviously as of today twitch just got hacked But it's not what we're gonna be talking about We're actually gonna be talking about twitch's new pay-to-win feature as everybody in the community is calling it Uh, if you're not familiar with it twitch is gonna be trialing A system where you can pay to boost your favorite streamer To the front page if you are an oil prince and you have all this money and you watch a 10 viewer streamer, you can gift them like $2,000 and boom, there they are on the front page of Twitch. Uh, Drew, what do you think? Like money grab?
0: So here's the thing. It looks like they're trying to seek other avenues to make revenue. And that's like, that's a really, like from a business standpoint, you kind of like, that's a great way to bring in boost revenue. Problem is from a like from a moral and um, really just community standpoint. It's terrible. Like, come on. Like, I don't like. It's already hard to the algorithm in Twitch is terrible. It's It's why small streamers like eat the dust, right? Because like they they can't get featured. There's no way for for them to randomly uh like get noticed. Like, unlike YouTube. And the worst part is the the bounce rate, which. In marketing terms, it's like when someone clicks another link that the bounce rate of someone clicking another rate is so low because people just tune in to see one guy. Right. Whereas on YouTube, the bounce rate is fantastic because people want just want to click on other content related to X person, which is why uh, you're going to see a lot of streamers consider going to YouTube because YouTube has a really friendly algorithm for for newer people in comparison to twitch and that's the thing twitch is not like youtube is also not great for new viewers but it's a lot like a hundred times better than twitch twitch you're literally streaming to like millions of like in the sea of like millions of people and you're not it's it's like almost winning the lottery at this point It's not right? like the early days
1: <laughs> yeah and the the weird the weird part about it is that with twitch think think of it this way mm-hmm. if there's only x amount of spaces on the front page yeah. What happens when I mean, there's a lot of streamers and there's a lot of people that do donate to smaller streamers, but what yeah. happens when it's think of it like a leaderboard when the top 10 get the front page? What happens when all the people in the top 20 are also paying the same amount? Who gets the front page?
0: Yeah, no, it's it's difficult, like, yeah, I, like, like I said, from a business point of view, Twitch is trying to find another revenue, which is good because that's how you support the platform, but I don't think this is.
1: Yeah, this isn't it. a
0: friendly way. Like, it's no. definitely not a friendly way to do it. Like,
1: and the the confusing part is that, like, I I just want to see because they haven't spoke about it too much. It is like, Drew. Let's say you and I are both spending a hundred bucks, and that's mm-hmm. the max, and we mm-hmm. get on the front page. But yeah. then there's only two spots, and then yeah. Chris, aka Mister Llama, also mm-hmm. spends a hundred bucks. But you and I mm-hmm. are already paying on the front page. Yeah, who gets so, it? gets it and it's it's one of those things where okay yeah it might alternate but i've spent my money to be here so who's in the right and twitch isn't gonna do anything about that it's gonna be oh well you are spending the same much but they were already there so it doesn't matter
0: so here's the thing here's something that twitch has to really consider in the future for for smaller streamers it actually kind of has to become like a youtube has to become like a video archive site as opposed to a, a live stream site. Uh, and we're talking about like free like content, like for example, like having 10 minute clips up, 11 minute clips up, one hour like vods up for free for people. Because now, because the problem, the nature of Twitch, you're only tuning in to see one guy, right? Whereas YouTube, you're tuning in to see an entire genre of the content. And that's what you kind of like, Twitch has to be kind of more like YouTube in a way where. Uh, we're tuning in for the content. We're tuning in for a type of content. We're not tuning in for just one guy, right? Because right now, especially from that Twitch leak, like, we definitely know people are just seeing like 20 people. Like, people are just tuning in for 20 streamers, right? Yeah, like, and I mean,
1: that is a big thing. And we'll touch on that quickly. Uh, we'll wait to see a bit more info, probably for next week's episode. But Twitch hmm. did get hacked this morning, and they were. what was leaked was their database source code and uh, their payouts for creators and mm-hmm. the big thing was nobody was surprising there's a lot of people that are mad but that's a, a completely different story but mm-hmm. there's same top 10 nobody really was shocked i mean yeah. xqc making nine million dollars in the last two years that's not surprising like he's always at the top of your twitch like all mm-hmm. these people are have been around like summit making A lot as well. Shroud making a lot. Like, it's no surprising names. And you're right. Like, Twitch needs to change their platform. There's no discoverability. And Mm -hmm. they need to turn it, even if they do what YouTube did. Have a YouTube gaming and a YouTube. Whereas the YouTube gaming is, you know, obviously there's gaming videos. There's also streams. And Twitch needs to do the opposite. They need to be like, hey, here's our streams. Here's Twitch, you know, highlights. And it's just YouTube videos, but on Twitch. And Twitch needs to make their own platform. It's the same as Apple. Trying to keep all of your customer attention on your space. Yeah. And it's, you know, you don't want to be sending people to alternative sites. That's why you see Amazon buy so many companies. Because it's their companies.
0: And it's hard because, like, you're fundamentally having to change Twitch from the streaming website, where you can host a stream, to literally like a video archive website, because that's yeah, basically what YouTube video, is. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's a multi like YouTube is just a, an archive website where you can upload videos that you want to keep keep there, for, you know, for people to like it's an anchor point to for people to maybe discover it. Whereas like Twitch is like you have to be in the moment. And that's part like, unfortunately, that's part of the appeal of Twitch too, right? You have to be there live, you have to be there in the moment. You have to go there and fundamentally like they're trying to find ways to like help uh, not not only make more money, but help other people. And like these raids, like the raids, they don't help that much. Like they do help. But the drop off is like ridiculous. Like you only retain 10% of the rate. Yeah. Right. At, mo- at best. Right. And it is it, it's it's a tough situation because at the end of the day. I can't find like more content like Shroud, like it's hard. Whereas yeah. like if I go on YouTube, I click on a Shroud clip, then I get a Sean Garris clip. Like related, and I'm like, oh, I'm, well, I know Sean Garris. I want to listen to Sean Garris talk about like Valorant for like five seconds, and I do. And then I'm like, oh shit, now Bordell's is talking about Valorant on after this clip, and then I find it, and it's like a like a, a deep rabbit hole. Where it's like, Twitch is like this stream has ended. Good night. I'm gonna raid um, I don't know, fucking Parabellum, and you're like, what the fuck's a Parabellum? <laughs> you know, yeah. like as a, a shroud. You're like, oh fuck, dude. <laughs> like-
1: and- And that's the thing too, right? Like if somebody doesn't raid, it doesn't even say like, oh, hey, like, okay, I think it says like, check out their past broadcasts, which is like two videos, the one you just watched. And, but it's an eight hour stream. Nobody's going to sit there and watch a stream that isn't live. Or if they do, they'll only stay because it's this creator. Whereas it should pop up at the end and say, hey, these are people that you might like. And it's not, Anybody with, like, fucking 10K viewers, it's got to be people in the small category. And it it doesn't take anything away from the big streamers. It's not like a viewer is going to go, huh, a 10-viewer streamer and join them. If they really don't want to watch this 10-viewer streamer, they're going to just go to whoever's live. You know, Mm -hmm. that panel on the left-hand side, going to show the people that you want to watch anyway. So... It's not um, the only company though that's uh making poor poor decisions, but not poor decisions and slightly changing said poor decisions. Uh we were going to talk about the last chance qualifier for Valorant yeah. being well I mean Drew you could take it away but people are water yeah. Like
0: it's uh like I've been following the situation very a lot cuz I'm I've been very passionate about Valorant lately. I'm like I'm like degenerate. I'm a complete degenerate about this game and i play fighting games there's something about Valorant that's cracked to me dude and it's insane and the worst part is the esports scene is fantastic it's awesome it's awesome except for riot Riot is like it's the opposite of valve where riot treats the community well the tournament organization has been fucking terrible dude like <laughs> like it's like as if it's like for everything they do amazing to treat the community and the pro esports scene the tournament formats like they just miss the ball like it's like how did they miss the ball because you're listening to everything else and here's what they did right with LCQ initially for the North American last chance qualifier for Valorant to get into champions it was single elimination throughout this entire damn tournament series this entire tour has been double elimination this entire fucking tour there has not been a single elimination format whatsoever right like it, it, like, except for Masters, too, which is like, it was single limb. Well, that's perfectly fine. Because, like, after after group stages, it's like, fine. We're, we're out of the group stages. Let, let's fucking do this, right? And no, like, it's fucking single limb. Imagine you're... And initially, it used to have the Australian Oceanic teams on it. And the Oceanic teams, they're like, fuck it. Logistically, this is not pot feasible for you guys anymore. A week before the event and i'm like what the fuck is happening dude and they're like no sorry there's not i'm so sorry the two oceanic teams get out of here you're not qualified it's like Man. fuck it and then, is... and then and 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 imagine these guys were so down like these oceanic teams because there's nothing else happening for valorant they're like okay guys mates we're going to go to to north america we're going to quarantine for 21 days and then after that we're going to hopefully qualify against four of the top best teams in the world. <laughs> and and then, and and they're like, what the fuck? And it's a single elimination bracket. So we have one chance to win every time. And then after that, after spending thousands of times and a month away from our families and friends that we love in a foreign country that potentially hates us because we look different and sound different, <laughs> we're going to go back. <laughs> and what? No.
1: And yeah. I mean, JC wow. made a... Dick Stacey, uh old CSGO player. Oh, do I love re- Dick Stacy? <laughs> he made such a good point. And it's like, these guys, if they're in Ocean, like Australians, specifically, he was talking about Australians. They have yeah. to fly 14 hours just to get mm-hmm. to America, yep. just to land, to quarantine, quarantine when they get back as well, for potentially one best of three.
0: Yeah, one best of three.
1: It's not uh, worth it for the org to pay for them to go out. Now, I assume Riot probably covers a portion, but we, we, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah, we should we, assume no.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll
1: assume no for that, but no org is gonna be like, oh, hey, I gotta spend $17,000 to get this whole team out, pay for their PCR tests mm-hmm. for one single best of three. Now, yep. where Riot does Exceed our like all expectations is how quickly they listen. Uh, oh, yeah. Unlike some other companies that run a shout out to the Valve, yeah, the Valve <laughs> uh, they have rectified this issue as of today as well. It seems like yeah. all of our topics have updates today, today. Um, and so they've changed it to a double a limb bracket, which mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah, it's t- fantastic. Now, the only downside is they haven't changed. Now, to my knowledge, Drew, correct me if I'm wrong, but the the Aussie teams and stuff still can't go. Correct?
0: No, the they straight up said you can't fucking go. And a lot of people on the internet were like, the Aussie teams and the Oceanic teams died for double elimination. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait. So now that now the format finally works out for them, and they're
1: like, sorry guys. Sorry guys, still can't go. You know, I mean, sorry. and I get it. COVID is a bitch. Like COVID. COVID is a bitch. COVID is the problem for a lot of this and there is those travel restrictions, but I mean, you just can't deal with travel restrictions and, and yeah. it's unfair, but speaking of travel restrictions, <laughs> we know there's been a lot and we just spoke about this company and normally they don't fuck up their favorite child, but you know, mm. they obviously had a little too much and you know, they're taking it out on the eldest. And, uh, wow, valve valve has hit a new low for Dota too. uh, five days before the international, I believe it's like one day now, maybe two days, uh, five days before they have canceled all in-person viewership for the international, the biggest event of the year, five days notice for all the viewers that were already in their hotels already flown out there and valve said Sorry, you know what? I know you flew all the way to Budapest to see this, but, uh, yeah. And let's be honest, if you're spending the money to fly to Budapest to go see an eSports event, you're probably mm. taking a week before as well to go, so you can go explore. Yeah. Now, some people, well, obviously the people at the time, but you can't, like, Valve can't do this. Like... Mm. If they're if they're gonna I understand the refunding tickets, which they have to, they should yeah. be refunding fucking flights. They should be refunding hotels because that is not enough notice. A lot of hotels need like a week or two weeks cancellation Dude. and flights. You're fucking you're not getting that canceled um, and just they fucked up. Like the only thing they can promise back is probably what, like a hundred dollar ticket for the venue. And I mean Drew, how would you feel?
0: Bro, I feel like Valve oh, scammed me again.
1: And I knew this from Counter-Strike
0: like fucking uh season passes, man. I knew this from Counter-Strike season pass. I knew this was from loot box. I knew these motherfuckers were scamming again. Like, how can you guys trust this company? Like these guys did it on a whim. Like they would know a month in advance. They would fucking know. It's not like this is the beginning of the fucking pandemic where like no one fucking knew, right? Yeah. It's fine. Like the beginning it's the beginning of the pandemic. Like you, how how are we supposed to know this thing was going to be like this, right? We're almost we're two years into this almost.
1: Yeah, and it's they should know this. It's not like people aren't forgiving because, like you said, at the start of the pandemic, a lot of events did get canceled, like TwitchCon, for example. And yeah. TwitchCon was like, "We're so sorry." Like the you know, the pandemic's growing; it's getting worse around the world. We just can't, and it's like a week yeah. notice. But Perfectly. even like they would still give like a week or two weeks notice. Dude, this Valve fuck is five five, days. five, five, five fucking days. Like,
0: like it's not like the the like the country of Budapest was like, hey, uh, I know you bring us mil- ha- like hundreds of thousands of dollars in tourism for us, but please, you can't have them show up. No, yeah. they would tell them in fucking advance because that's a lot. Of tour, yeah. Those hotels would want that money, like, especially
1: right now. <laughs> I bet you. I oh, my bet dude. you it's just Gaben. He was going for the opening ceremony. He's like, I don't want a bunch of sweaty Dodo players around me. <laughs>
0: like, he, he, he watched in. He was like, Is, these motherfuckers, they, they're not wearing masks in this country.
1: Goddamn. <laughs> That's exactly what he thought. <laughs> and I don't know I just don't understand Valve's viewing point like I understand there's that level of health and safety I mean it's but like you said it's been two fucking years for five days notice to cancel an entire event in a completely new country for this event too might I add that is obviously gonna probably bring up a lot of viewer numbers because people are like you know I've never been to this country it's an excuse to go And you know, it's the international there's, I know people personally, that go to every single international, regardless of where it is. And so for Valve to just say that it's really just a slap on the wrist to Valve, but to their community, it's, it's unfaithful. Like there's nothing else to say bar us just being gobsmacked by these decisions. I don't know. It's
0: just. Do, do you, like, what is the hotel's, like, those guys, like, all the money, the economy that that, that event generates? Because let's face it, TI is, it's all like, I consider it almost a sporting event now, right? I mean, it yeah. is. A, no, no. I, I take that back. It is a sporting event, but it, it, it draws actual, like, sporting event numbers like, yeah. for visitors and stuff. And, like, it's the biggest, it's literally one of the biggest, if not the biggest Eastbourne in the world. It's yeah. it, 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 <laughs> like, that's all I can say. Like, yeah. fuck you, Val, again.
1: And the thing is, right? Like, I didn't even think about it from this point of view, but hotels and all that stuff, if they are getting all refunded with five days' notice, if the hotel can even offer that kind of refund, they're going to lose rooms that are now going to be open. And there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of people that just don't show up. And now, because it's only five days notice, all these rooms aren't going to be able to be booked. because Nobody's going to need a room in that short a time. So these hotels are going to also lose a lot of money. Like the only there's actually this, this solution from Valve benefits. No one bar maybe themselves. It fucks over the hotels. It fucks over the airlines fucks over the viewers it fucks over literally everyone but Valve (laughs) and I don't know I mean there's not much else to say about this so we will move on Uh,
0: fuck you Valve again first you (laughs) ruined you ruined Counter-Strike which is the granddaddy of all tactical FPS's which by the way we still fucking love to death (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then now you pull this shit fuck you I mean I, I have but I'm speaking from personal opinion. My opinions do not reflect the comp- the company values because <laughs> I know that Parabellum and and Scooter obviously still loves Valve. But me, fuck you, Valve.
1: I think Valve. I'll still
0: use, St- I'll still use Steam because Steam is dope. Thank you for that, Gaben. But fuck you for everything else.
1: I just think they make weird decisions. I I I think Valve needs to seriously like. I think the weirdest part is they never fuck up their baby, aka Dota. No, and so for them to do this to Dota, it's just really weird. But we will move on to another fight, so to say, a bit of happier topic. Uh, this is gonna be a super short one, but Drew, you play Nickelodeon?
0: No, I'm not. I'm no, not playing not. that game at all. I'm I'm trying to play Melty Blood. But the, okay, the Nickelodeon fighting game. Here's my thoughts on it. Right, it it feels a little clunky. Uh, it's definitely catered to the hardcore, unfortunately. Uh, and it definitely looks like it was built on a budget, unfortunately. And I only say that because the graphics look amazing still, like, and and the game still, still moves fairly fun. Uh, it's still pretty good. My only issue is that like, when I play it, like, it has little like unnatural things, like going down platforms. I have to like hold the jump button and tap, tap down, and that's not that's not really natural for me. Uh, is a person this is all the way by the way personal opinion but the thing that i think objectively i can say that hurts me the most as a as a person playing this game dude the sounds like there's no there's no voice acting like and and that hurts that hurts a lot because i find i find that like part of a game's identity is tied to the way it feels which is how it plays the way it looks obviously the graphics and then the sound right and then you have these iconic, iconic, iconic fucking characters, man, iconic fucking characters, and 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 I don't get to hear SpongeBob yell, make noise. I don't hear Patrick go, hey guys, like you know. I don't hear that. I don't hear Top. I don't hear Leonardo. You know, and it hurts. It hurts, and I hope that uh, they they patch them because it's a huge they have everything else going down for it because i i see the reception on twitter the gameplay is fantastic for everyone else and it, it should be it, cater, it literally caters to the hardcore like smash player it doesn't cater to anybody else and that and it, that's great that's great it's uh,
1: it's nice to see they're jumping head first into esports which i think is the smart if it was any other genre of game i'd say mm, i think catering to esports is a terrible decision whereas fighting games i think has a major I, I get it. people do play fighting games for fun too, but a lot of it is either you're two casuals playing against each other where it's still fun or you're high-class fighting game players and you're playing it seriously and you're playing it or trying to play it at an eSport level. And yeah. Nickelodeon just being like, hey, here's a $5,000 tournament opening week. Yeah. So you know they're interested in getting into eSports and that's a good thing. If they yeah. get good reception this weekend, next weekend might be a ten thousand. Next month might be a twenty thousand tournament.
0: Like... I, I think they can they can get the the numbers they can to support it and, and build a core scene. They just have to add that that sound like, I I think they're patching it in, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they just have to add that. Um, and it'll be awesome. It'll be really really great because like the game is off at a great foot. The developers are well. They made Slap City, and I love Slap City. Uh, and 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 they care they care about the competitive community because at the end of the day, like if your game is if your game has like depth to like learn, it's gonna be great. But yeah. another thing I wanted to talk about, speaking of iconic characters, Sora from Kingdom Hearts and Smash Bros. That is
1: the shit, that is what I want. I, I just gotta say, rest in peace, Waluigi. <sighs> they did him dirty.
0: They didn't do him dirty, baby. That character should, should not be in any. Should be
1: the final. He should have been the final character. No, that is that is main. some
0: bullshit. That is some <laughs> bullshit. He is he's whack. Sora is <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, man. That that's the shit. That that's my thing. That's my thing. I'm really happy to see that.
1: I, I gotta yeah. say too, mm-hmm. seeing PlayStation give up a lot of these rights, more like, uh, giving up these rights to characters and games like exclusivity and it's nice to see like we're seeing playstation titles come to pc we're seeing playstation be a bit more loose with these crossovers and it's awesome like i love that we're getting to this point where console doesn't really matter as in it doesn't matter if you've got a ps4 it doesn't matter if you've got an xbox yes all all systems will have exclusivity titles but we're seeing like good games come to pc especially like for ps4 like uh days gone is a good example like and they didn't just you know make it a port they actually perfected it for pc now i'm sure there's bugs here and there but it feels good to play and it's nice because it's you know maybe future titles that you had to buy this ps5 for might not be a thing in the future
0: you know what it is i have an inkling of a feeling that a lot of video game companies are really scared of that i don't like everyone talks about it but there was a video game crash in the early like in the early 80s right and and luckily nintendo saved the day uh because they're like hey let's just focus on quality baby right and thank you for that i guess nintendo um but a lot of companies are realizing that, like, hey, the, we can make this bigger. We just work together. And yeah. finally, everyone and everyone in tech kind of adopts that that theory. It's like rising tides, raise all ships. So if, like, Nintendo is doing well, that means PlayStation is doing well. And at the end of the day, video games is not that, like, as worldwide and amazing as it is. It's not as, access, as accessible as, like, playing soccer, you know, yeah. where you just need a ball to play. Right? You still need it's still kind of a privilege to play video games. It's still kind of you still kind of have to pay a lot of money to like buy a console. Yeah. So I think a lot of video game companies understand that and they're like look <laughs> when we can release a console for free and make money off like the everything else like that will be the day where like we we will compete again. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll, we'll be exclusive but like and it's not not everyone's kind of like let's work together because we got to make this even bigger because we're going to we're, we're really at a This is the golden age of video games. I can't can't deny it. The last twenty years have been the best years for a video game player. Like if you love video games, this is like this is the greatest time ever because now it's getting wide stream, mainstream like mainstream uh, appeal. Now like there's awesome like everyone can make a video game and it's awesome like it's great. And then it's just it's just you know all these companies are just like hey yo look we're gonna get bodied if we keep making these fucking consoles. Let's just share this shit because like we're going to tank each other if we keep having this console war
1: (laughs) and the biggest problem is there's a lot of like i think at least i mean there's no research behind this so feel free to start a discussion below or wherever you're listening but i think it's also that these consoles are getting more and more expensive the people are actually a lot of the time cheaper to buy a pc and it we're seeing pc gaming become a lot more mainstream even players that were on console or moving over to PC. And yeah. if these next gen consoles keep getting more and more expensive, and the thing is it's because they're getting closer to being PCs, mm-hmm. like the PS five and the Xbox one X or whatever it is. Now they're so close to being PCs, just the yeah. fact that they're not running windows. And it's like, if we, that's why they're working together. They're trying to keep people on certain platforms for certain things, but
0: you, it's inevitable we're going we're all gonna be pc gamers like,
1: like you yeah. should have been. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think uh that's gonna be it from us today i think that's all we really want to cover and uh we'll be back next friday don't forget to follow us at the refrag tv oh that was hard to remember peace out <laughs>